Hey everybody, Ashton Gustafson here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. Right now, you're probably asking yourself, um, do I hear something? Is something strange happening with his recording? And yes, uh, overwhelmingly strange. I am, um, I'm in my car and I'm driving and every week I've got a pretty long drive that I have and I've just started to notice that I'm not getting the time at the podcast each week that uh, I long for and I thought to myself well you got a lot of highway time Um, why can't you throw on the headphones plug the mic in and let it rip so um to my wife, I apologize. You're, you're rolling your eyes. My mother, my dad, whoever, y'all are always like, everyone's probably like, what is happening here? Uh, it's all good. It, we're on cruise control. You're probably going to hear Siri tell me some directions here and there and things like that. But everything belongs, right? Uh, and maybe you don't hear it at all. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm coming to you live northbound on I-35 today. And um, some of my best thoughts come uh, from the highway, or or maybe not my best thoughts, but some of my deepest moments of reflection come from here. And so, I don't know, maybe maybe we start new episodes called Highway Time or something. That's probably, probably a bad idea, but anyway this is where we are and uh thank you for um putting up with probably what i would assume is some some white noise in the background uh these eight these trucker guys are looking at me like is he really holding a microphone i am i'm I'm driving holding a microphone right now um and it's pretty awesome how we doing you guys doing all right uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. I hope all is well in your world. And um, just a couple quick things before we get going today. First off, for those of you that emailed, sent messages, uh, let me know about your love of the last conversation that we posted. We had Bryn on the show. Uh, thank you for that. And you've said, hey, she should come on again. And I'm hoping she does. Uh, that was very natural, organic. We didn't really plan it. And I'm hoping we can keep that sense of natural, organic conversations uh, with her and I, she and I, however you say that. Next, wanted to let you guys know, uh, coaching. I've got two spots available for the first quarter of 2019. And uh, you've probably heard me say things, you know, on the podcast here and there about uh, coaching clients of mine that I have and so forth. Um, If that's something that you would want to learn more about, I am more than happy to chat with you uh, about what that could look like. You know, coaching for me, uh, I've had it myself. And really, at the end of the day, what a coach does is becomes a mirror for all of us uh, or for you. And uh, I would I would never say that I've got all the answers, um, but I do uh, I, I will be a mirror for you. And um, you know a lot of my coaching clients come from the real estate world of where I practice, um, but I can tell you guys at the end of the day, um, all of these conversations lead to 
uh, great big questions about what it means to be human, finding your little way in the world, uh, helping you really drill down to that thing that gets you out of bed and that thing that becomes your gift to the world. We all have that as a possibility. This, this life of rhythm and beauty uh, and rest and renewal, it actually is available. Uh, and so if you are at a crossroads in life and you're kind of wanting to ask some of these questions and maybe establish routine and rhythms to have sustainability and predictability in your life, uh, along with a little bit of uncertainty, because we love the beauty and the mystery of that as well. Let me know. Ashton at AshtonGustafson.com. I'd be more than happy to break that down uh, for you. This microphone is heavy. <laughs> um, this is fun. So what are we going to talk about today? You know, I, I, I wanted to just ground us for a second um, in some really, really, really bedrock truth as we round out the year. Because for me, uh, when I've found what I've found to be true is that as I reflect on my year and I start looking into the next year, I sometimes, sometimes I, I get lost in who I'm not. And so what I do is I start kind of figuring out and, uh, you know, for the following year, well, if I'm not this, then, then what do I need to be doing to become what I want to be? And listen, that is a necessary conversation. You know, it's always this paradox of resting and being content in who you are and actually who you always will be. And at the same time, finding out ways and longing to be that which you know you can be, kind of the next step for you. But before you get to what's next, before you get to what you could be, why don't we talk about kind of that universal truth who we all are, children of love, children of light. Um, I think it's necessary that before you start polishing the ego, before you start polishing that false self, it's very, very necessary that you hold on to the you that always has been, the you that is, and the you that always will be. You know, Thomas Merton has this interesting quote. He says, you know, I can tell you one thing about heaven. There's not going to be much of you there. Now, right now, some of you are like, I'm offended. What do you mean not much of me is going to be there? Um, you know, the you he's talking about is the calculating you, the ego you, the false self. Um, the one with a biography, the one with a lot of labels that uh, you've bolted on, mom, dad, entrepreneur, artist, coach, uh, physician, attorney, whatever it is. Um, there's a you that's always grounded, always at peace always centered, always collected, cannot be offended. That's 
That's the true self that we talk about. You know, Merton coined this phrase, the true self and the false self. Um, to, to, to use the tradition language that I come from, you know, we would use the phrase, a child of God, who you are hidden with Christ in God. That, that's, that's this phrase that the tradition I come from uses to, to really get at it. And listen, we've all, we're all coming at this angle in different ways, right? Um, and maybe some of that verbiage doesn't work for you. But what if you just said love? Like at the truest soul level, you came from love. You are love. And man, is, isn't that hard to believe some days? Like in the midst of uh, the world we live in, it's hard enough to grant that to ourselves. But I, I'll tell you what happens when you start granting some of this truth to you you then start finding a way to grant it to everyone that you know you've been entrusted or that you cross paths with. And my, oh my, is not some of the hardest work of being human, finding a way to, to push through the veil of illusion of people that you are presented in life and actually ground yourself and see who they are in their essence. Yeah, it's really, really tough. But the more that we can detach from all of the labels, all of the categories. I mean, think of the labels and categories that we we boast in. Where you went to college, right? It's bowl season. My team versus this team. Liberal, progressive, conservative, Democrat, Republican. Um, the list goes on. I don't even need to add more of those here. But I think that uh, one thing I'm finding is that every day, the work of contemplation, the work of, if you can, finding your, yourself in that 10 to 20 minute sit each day is just shedding over and over and over the illusions. I'm not that. I'm not that. That's not me. That's not me. Some of us even over-identify with our emotions, right? Anger, shame guilt, frustration, aggravation. And here's the deal. If you don't find a way and find a practice every day to ground yourself and center in yourself and shed those skins, guess what's going to happen? You're going to walk out into your life with those. You will see and be angry because guess what? You are seeing and being angry versus finding a way to establish yourself in a rhythm and a pattern every morning where you say, I'm not that, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me, that thought's not me, that label's not me, that category's not me, that thing someone said yesterday about me, that's not me, that's not me. We just over and over and over, we take off all of these skins until we get to that grounded place of essence, the seat of the soul, as some have called it. That is a place that is full of light. It's always peaceful. It can't be offended. And here's another thing. It's always expanding its horizons. It's always making more room to include what you would never think to include. It's vast. Its capacity is ever enlarging. It's love. It's joy. It's peaceful. It's patient. It's kind. It's generous. 
And when that becomes who you are, when that becomes the definition of who you say you are in your life, guess what happens? You start to move into the other areas of your life, those categories, that job, that family, that relationship, that friendship. And you start to do your doing from that great place of being. Have you, have you ever been around a transformed person where you, you don't really have language to describe them other than those words I just shared? Ah, they're just loving, peaceful, they're patient, they're kind. That's who we all long to be. But unfortunately, we don't like looking in the mirror and really seeing the things in the mirror for what it is. Seeing the job for just being a job rather than having the full say as to who we are. Our bank accounts, we, we want to boast in those. We've got to shed those too. All of these things that we spend endless hours grooming, polishing, building, which at the end of the day, we're, we're really just building them out of fear. But what if they could be built out of love, out of peace, out of joy? What if there was nothing to prove? What if we could believe that no one was really looking? My senses are that you could really, really, really start to find yourself moving in each day with a different energy, a different amount of passion, a different pace, a pace that is courageous, but not aggressive, purposeful, but not panicky. That's what you want. That's what I want. That's what we all long for. And it's available. So I really don't have much <laughs> I don't have any notes. I just wanted to remind you all who you are. That's who you are. And if all you know about you is the stuff that's going to go away when you die, my senses are is you, you're pretty lonely. I've been there. That's a lonely place to be. But if you can start finding a way to ground yourself, reintroduce yourself every morning as a child of love and a child of light, I say it all the time. You can choose to be love or you can choose to be light. The good news is when you choose one, you get to be both. They're the same. And can any of us here define love or light? I mean, scientists, it drives scientists nuts. They have no idea what light is. It's not a wave. It's not a particle. Somehow it's both. You don't see light. You only see what it touches. <laughs> and the same can go for love. Oh my gosh, have we not all tried to define love? And yet all of us know that every day a new definition of love can be brought to us. We can learn it from poetry. We can learn it in a song. We can learn it from a family member. We can learn it from a story or a movie. It's like, it's like love itself is ever expanding. It is the great mystery of life. And yet it is the mystery. 
It is the source from which you came. It's the source that is holding you at this moment. It's the source to which you will return one day. So I guess this podcast is called Your Friendly Reminder. It's, it's, isn't it easy to forget in the midst of Christmas who we are, right? But love put on flesh and came and dwelled among us to remind us, to show us, to show us what love could look like, to show us what love could be, to show us what love is. The light of the world came. And guess what? You now can be the love and light of the world. Because it's not you. It's now love and light moving through you. You see this? You disappear. And it's actually love and light that's living itself in you. And then it's love and light in you that's starting to see. It's love and light that's in you that's getting to be in the world. It's love and light that's in you that's getting to be hands and feet in the world. This, this is the great, great mystery of what it means to be human. So wherever you're at today, just know that your greatest longing in life has already been met. You are known. The great lover knows you as love. The great light knows you as light. And all of our attachments and all of our illusions and all of our delusions and all of our ego traps and all of our pain and all of our suffering and all of our opinions and all of our preferences and all of our biographies and all of our roles and all of these things that unfortunately, day in and day out, we tend to think we are, we get the chance every day to detach from those and reground ourselves in the truth of who we are, who we've always been, and who we always will be. The more you can get this, the more simple your life becomes, the more quiet it becomes. Because now you don't need to be retweeted. Now, now, now you don't need the attaboy, girl. Now you don't need all that attention. The ego, the false self, oh my gosh, constant need of attention, constant need of maintenance, always needing an oil change, always needing a car wash, always needing an upgrade. <laughs> Your true self, no oil change needed, no upgrade needed, no washing, no polishing needed. It's pure gift, pure grace. And if you can behold this in you, you will begin to allow the little worlds that you've been entrusted to behold it for themselves. If we are wanting a more generous, expansive, abundant world, it begins with us finding the great, expansive, generous, abundant love and light that is within all of us. And from there, intersecting the world we've been entrusted. So may you move 
May you breathe. May you be in that generous, expansive, abundant, love and light-filled space. May you recall each morning that is the place from which you come. That is the place that holds you. That is the place that you will return. And may your mind be totally blown by the depth, the width, the breadth of this mysterious, ever-expanding love. Grace and peace, everybody. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car, Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more, uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebirds sing and be love.